but I kind of I must have like said something that like triggered him and he basically said how while we were together he cheated on me with five girls and then said after that oh wait it might have been ten so I was just like what? Fuck it, I'll go to the post office, you can get this jacket back! So today I'm joined by PT and bodybuilder Alex Loch. <laughs> Emphasis on the Loch. Gotta get that right. <laughs> Alex started her fitness account back in 2018 and to share her journey with fitness and has since accumulated 10.6k, isn't it? I think so. Big amount of followers, and then started PTing in twenty nineteen and grew her client base from there. And in twenty twenty two, she started getting into bodybuilding, and now she's in the middle of prepping for her first competition. Oh, How exciting! It's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. Is it? I'm terrified for it. Like it's obviously so exciting, but just the thought of going on a stage in my underwear, pretty much. I didn't even really think of that. I was thinking more of like the training I didn't even think of the thought of like going out there in front of a massive crowd of people yeah like and actually getting judged on your body which is so weird to think that I would do that like if I was to compare what Uh I was like a few years ago I don't I don't know why I'm doing it well firstly welcome to the podcast (laughs) (laughs) how are you I'm good thank you how are you I'm good well let's start from the beginning then so I've no, I, well, I've known you quite a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we must have first met when we were like fourteen. Probably one of those um like viper parties. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so I've known you for like a fair while, and I remember when you first started your fitness account, mm-hmm. and you were just like, I've just wanted to like start a fitness account to show my journey. So like, what made you start? That was twenty eighteen. So what made you start that? Were you in so, school? So yeah, I was still in school. I must. I was was in sixth year so I think I started like properly going to the gym in 2016 that's when I got my first pure gym membership <laughs> um and I would literally just like go on the treadmill and stuff and then because I was training in pure gym EK for ages like I sort of like started speaking to some of the PTs there and they were just sort of like telling me about it like how it all works so it would have been 2017 20, in 2017 started 2018 like when I was in sixth year and I had like applied to uni to do like pharmacy, veterinary biosciences, chemistry, like I'd applied to all of these, got offers and all of them and then I was just kind of like, I don't think I want to do this. So I declined all my offers and applied to college to do fitness, health and exercise. What? How did your parents react? So... So my dad's a vet, so he's like very sciencey. My brother's, he did astrophysics mm-hmm. and then physics. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then biomedical engineering in uni. And my sister, so she did psychology for a year, dropped that and went into nursing, mm-hmm. like in particular pediatric nursing. Mm-hmm. So they're all smart. Like they did, <laughs> they did the full thing, like uni, honours, masters, all of that. And then I, then, I mean, I think my parents knew at this point, like, uh-huh. I had a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's a lot of things that, like, just kept coming up with me. Um, so when I said that, I don't think they were, like, fully surprised. Yeah. My dad was a bit, like, is Are there... Sure? Yeah, like, he was just like, is there money in this? Like, can you make money <laughs> from this? Like, is this what you're going to do for the rest of your life? So to put them at ease, I did say to them, all right, so I will do this I'll do this course it was a two-year course I ended up only doing one <laughs> I'll do this course and then I'll maybe go into 
like something else after it like oh shit what's it called i think it was a peep oh my god what's that called when you like do like work on like the muscles oh god oh. you're asking the complete wrong person so <laughs> i said i would go into like something else after uh-huh. uni and they were like okay that's fine then obviously didn't do that <laughs> um but my mum was a bit more supportive like yeah. it was at this point i'd like fallen out with all my friends so i didn't really know so this was during school yeah that you just like so was fitness kind of like an escape yeah so like I'd also like just, so it was like 2017, I'd also like just broken up with my first ever boyfriend. Yeah, okay. So it was like during study time, my mum was actually like, every time I was like having a break, she's like, Alex, let's just go to the gym. Because I couldn't drive at this point, so my mum was like there like egging me on with it all. Mm -hmm. And like was the one like to take me to the gym, to pick me up from it. And my dad would come and do it as well. So they were all like very supportive with it. So I think when I did say, I don't want to do this anymore, they kind of like, understood why I didn't want to do like all like the science based stuff because obviously like in like fitness in college you still did all like the science stuff like you still Mm -hmm. learn about the body but when I was like yeah I don't want to do chemistry anymore they're like okay yeah so when you started your page like when did you actually like properly get into fitness from the start like what was your first gym session what pushed you to go to your first gym session so very first gym session I want to say it was September 2016 mm-hmm. and I went with my started with my sister I was like just when she'd passed her driving test and mm-hmm. um, so we went together and we only ever did went on the treadmill you don't really know what to do no do you know what I mean like no one so, really tells you that's literally all we did just went on the treadmill and then I started like youtubing everything so like Whitney Simmons I would look up her there was a Hannah Ober, I have no idea how to pronounce her name, but I like watch all their YouTube videos and like started like, like just like make my own plans, like this is what I'm going to do. And then it wasn't until I went to, went to the gym with my mum, she used to do classes. So like the downstairs in Pure Gym UK was like where all the weight bits was, mm-hmm. upstairs was like cardio. So my mum was downstairs, so I was like texting her while I was on the treadmill, like where are you? Like, well I just like when I come downstairs, where'd I go? Mm. <laughs> it was so weird to think back to it. So like I texted her, she was like, I'm downstairs in the weights room. So That's I so go, intimidating. Oh my god. So intimidating. So sixteen year old me goes down, like trying to look for my mum, looking at everything. Like I'd never seen these machines in my life, but like seen them on YouTube. Mm. And I was just kinda like, Oh my god. So my mum was like in like doing the kettlebell stuff. Mm. So I went in and she was like, Oh like, why don't you do this stuff with me? And I was just like, Okay. And then it was like probably around twenty seventeen. I like started like speaking to like the PTs there, and like mm-hmm. there was a few times when I remember like one of them would like come up to me and like maybe take me through a session. But it was at that point I literally only trained legs and abs. That's all I did. <laughs> you just so had these huge muscly legs. I had the arms. strongest wee arms ever. Like they were skinny, <laughs> which is so weird to think about because I absolutely like I probably prefer training upper compared to lower now. Oh, really? But, yeah, I feel so, like that, not many people say yeah, that. Yeah, I know, but when I, like, <laughs> look back, my arms were scrawny. So how did you, like, go, th- like, because obviously you started from going on the treadmill all the time and, like, not touching weights to, like, so how long did it take you to actually be like, no, I'm going to do this properly? Well, properly, I didn't get 
into I got a PT in twenty October twenty eighteen. A lot of people say that really helps them. To oh, one hundred percent. Even if it's just for a short period, and then they can like mm. kind of go off by themselves, like a confidence. Yeah. Booster. So also like when I got my PT, that's when I was like, oh my god, like I could like really help people. Like I could mm-hmm. learn my stuff. I could do this stuff for other people. Like mm-hmm. it, it probably changed my life. Like I actually like taking that step and getting someone to actually help me through it. So I started with him October twenty eighteen. I want to say it was. And I was planning just doing online and then he had this like deal on for one to one as well and he was in Pure Gym Bath Street. So oh my god, see when I was like going to like my first like wee intro session, I was terrified. Yeah. I was sweating so much. I was like <gasps> like pure hyperventilating like on the train there. I was terrified. Um but yeah, I ended up going up to like four sessions a week with him. Four sessions a week? Yeah. So you kinda of got like addicted to fitness. Yes. So, I probably didn't, like, take it properly serious. So, when I first started him, I didn't do anything with my nutrition. And I was like, why am I not making any changes? <laughs> and it was because my nutrition was just the same. Mm-hmm. Like, he gave me a meal plan. I didn't eat it. And then he was like to me, like, are you, like, eating everything? I was like, no, I'm meant to. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> so, then, like, I couldn't cook at this point. I was still living at home. So, my uh. mum would, like, meal prep all my meals <laughs> for me. She'd, like, set, teach me how to cook potatoes. <laughs> I'd, like, had to know my chicken's ready. So, she, like, did all that for me. And then it was 2019. I actually started to be like, okay, right. If I'm going to make proper changes, that's when I need to, that's what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I booked my first ever photo shoot. I remember seeing that and be like, oh my god, so, you looked phenomenal. It was so weird to look back on, though, like, so, 2019 you is when... you blonde. I was blonde. You were blonde. What made me do that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why? I thought you were so nice No. Oh god, no. Like, see, like, looking at, like, back pictures, like, 2020 blonde, uh, no, <laughs> never again. Um... But yes, that was like my first ever like proper like dieting phase. Mm. That was the time when my Instagram properly grew. So Yeah, I, your Instagram exploded. That went up I think I must have been on about three thousand followers mm. at that point. And October twenty nineteen, I'd just been dumped over text. So I was like, how can I use you've this been, my advantage? You've had a bad time with guy. Oh, Wait, don't. is this the glitter thing? No, not like yet. <laughs> We'll get to that. Not yet. I really want to talk to you about that. So you got dumped over text. That's awful. Okay, so then at that point I was like, I need like a goal to focus on. Mm-hmm. So I was saying to my PC, I'd like seen someone of his other clients do a photo shoot. I was like, I'll just do that. So I was like, this will give me something to focus on. Mm-hmm. And within the first like two weeks, I dropped like a lot of weight, just purely from like eating cleaner, like a lot of water tension. So I was like, this is a good, like, two-week, three-week transformation. Mm-hmm. So I posted it on Twitter. And I was, I think my captain did, like, oh, when you get dumped over text, so take, like, two weeks to focus on yourself. And I got about 20,000 likes. Wow. And I'd, like, tagged my Instagram in it. So I got, went from, like, 3K up to 10K within, like, 40 hours. I remember I was... um sat in my room and I just kept like updating my Instagram and like it just kept coming fo- new follower new follower and I was like oh my it gets God. quite addictive that feeling oh and I was like what is this <laughs> like I had like been like grown it so slowly mm-hmm. but it was so weird because like everyone was like how have you like grown your Instagram so fast so quickly I was like 
I got dumped. <laughs> Get dumped and use it. It's just men that have been Literally. following you. Oh, she's fit. Literally, the, the amount of messages I got from on Twitter and Instagram, I was just like, I was like stop. That's stop. Grim. Oh, it was awful. But still, this is really I was like, okay, you know what? Fair enough. Let's see how much I can use this. <laughs> Perfect. So then you started um, peating for clients. Yes, so I started working in David Lloyd. So when I dropped out of college, I only got my gym instructor qualification. So I couldn't work in like a pure gym or anything. So I took the job. I got offered a job at Pure Gym for when my level three certificate came through. I got jobs at. I got jobs. <laughs> I got jobs. <laughs> I got offered a job in a private gym. And then I got offered a job in David Lloyd. Mm -hmm. So I could only really take and was only really comfortable taking the David Lloyd job. Like the private gym said, you go, you can still work here without your qualification. I was like, "Mm, no. That's really sus. sus. Um, So I just took the David Lloyd job. And when I was just having a level two there, I could still like take, I wasn't really taking clients. Like you'd get like new members join and then you take them through like programs and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was doing that. Then my level three came in, and that's when I started taking clients there, um, and then also doing online stuff. Mm-hmm. So I hated doing the PT clients and David Lloyd. They took so much of your money. So I was like... Oh, really? Yeah, so like, say a client was paying, like, probably worked out like £40 an hour for... I don't know what it's like now, this was obviously four years ago, £40 an hour for that one-hour session. I'd only see £12 of that. And then... Only 12 quid? Mm-hmm. But then I would, they'd be like, oh, well, the more clients you get, the more money you would get. Like, I would go up to £14 and six. I didn't understand how they would yeah. work that. Like, this is my time I'm coming in out with, like, my shifts and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so I didn't like that. I As soon as I passed my probation, like, two weeks after, I was like, I'm handed him a notice. Yeah. So I did that. And then I moved straight to Pure Jimmy K, where I got so busy so quickly, which I think will just be because of my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like my online stuff as well and then obviously lockdown hit mm-hmm. so I had to then move everyone online lockdown I fucking loved lockdown I was thriving through lockdown you were I remember you're posting all the time you're like this is what I'm doing to this what you can do at home like you were doing I was the doing most. three workouts a day for my clients so obviously a lot of them were still working from home mm-hmm. and some of them weren't doing anything but I was doing like a Ten o'clock class, a three o'clock class, and a six o'clock class. In between those times, I'd be going on a walk. I'd be doing client work. Like I, I was have busy. to ask, how can you be arsed to work out that much? So I think lockdown was weird for me mm. because I don't know. My eating was just like really iffy. Is that something that you struggled with before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually trying to think of, like, when I first started struggling with my eating. Um, but I think it was probably... Probably has been, like, my whole life with, like, controlling it. I, I was speaking to my mum about this um a wee while ago. And when you were younger, like, did you... Was your mum ever like, oh, you can't leave the table unless you've eaten everything on your plate? Yeah. So I think I got in my head with that. So, like, if I was going out for food... I had that in my head, but obviously if my mum was making my dinner, she'd give me the right portion size uh-huh. for me. Whereas if I'm going out for dinner at a restaurant, they give you huge portion sizes. Mm-hmm. So I was always like, I need to finish everything. Mm-hmm. So from there, so I was like, rolled. Um, so I definitely have like always struggled. I still definitely struggle. Like I, I'm more under control with it now. Mm-hmm. Like I understand more about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but lockdown, it was very up and down. Like 
I would say from when lockdown started in March, like the first few weeks, I was a mess. Sadly, I was in the gym like three times a day. Like definitely wasn't healthy, but it's cause I was like just like trying to keep myself busy. Cause again, I was going through a breakup. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> um, You've been through it. That was glitter, guy. <laughs> Please tell everyone about this glitter story because it went viral on TikTok and it was great. I started seeing him like the end of December 2019. So from like my ex before that I was like quite quick I'll say that it happens uh, you know what <laughs> who cares um and he was a lot older than me so I was 19 at the time he was 26 that's slightly odd he also had a kid okay so he had a two-year-old he was the cutest wee boy ever he was so cute um so quite the age difference um and a kid <laughs> and a kid I was with him for a bit and then so I had obviously just finished my photo shoot 2019 mm-hmm. after that my PT didn't really reverse me properly and at this point I didn't really know much about it because I'd only been PTing for a couple months at this point mm-hmm. I hadn't like you learn as you go on in this job like you don't know everything ever so I didn't really know how like coming out of a sort of dieting phase works. Obviously now I do. Mm-hmm. So he just sort of told me, continue doing the cardio you were doing and the calories you were eating. Now I was doing seven hours of cardio a week and must have been eating around 1,200 calories. Like that, you need to get down that low if you're wanting to get like mm-hmm. quite lean. And this was around Christmas time as well. So okay. it was the 13th of December and I was just kind of like, oh, all right <laughs> sorry but I've got plans <laughs> um so my eating sort of went out of control there obviously this was also my first proper dieting phase and mm-hmm. I'll always say this to my clients when they're doing like their first ever photo shoot I hoarded food that I wanted to like try after I planned meals I wanted to have I had a list of foods I wanted to have which I'd now say to my clients a big no like you do not want to have any food focus when you're dieting mm-hmm. um so I obviously didn't know any of this, so I put on a lot of weight really quickly. Mm-hmm. And because I used to have quite bad bulimia, I was like, oh, this, could I just go back to this? So I started doing that again. Oh. My ex obviously didn't know about it. And because I was doing that, I was also on antidepressants that I'd been on since 2019, like the start of 2019. So I was on them, obviously from being sick. I, you, it's they're not, not working. Yeah, they're yeah. not working. So I just sort of spiralled and I took out people like closest to me, one of them being him. Um, I didn't act how I should have. I was just, I was very sensitive as well. So a lot of things got to me. So we broke up. It was quite a messy one. Um, but like I still sort of spoke to him. And then all throughout lockdown, I was still speaking to him. And then it got to like, I think it might have been June. We were just coming out of things, yeah. Ah, uh-huh. I think it was June I did the jacket. <laughs> so throughout lockdown, so <laughs> I'd last seen him just before lockdown. It was either end of February or start of March. And I'd like just taken his jacket home. Mm-hmm. So this is where the jacket came from. <laughs> and then he just kept saying like, 
can I get my jacket back? And I was like, well, yeah, but we're in like a worldwide lockdown. Can, yeah. can you wait? And I was like, I'm not going to go to the post office. Just There's I- a global pandemic. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hadn't been like driving anywhere. Like I hadn't driven the full time. And I was like, I'm not going to go to the post office to ha- get you your jacket Where are you back. going? Why do you need the jacket? Oh, like, exactly. June. Like, sorry, but we're in lockdown. Like, where are you going with this jacket? Going Who are you going to see? <laughs> You're going on walks? Okay, hey, Beth. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, you can get this jacket back. Can you wait? So it was kind of a running joke. Like, during lockdown, like, I had, like, a really close community with my clients because obviously none of us were working, none of us were busy. So, like... Everything was being told to my clients. Mm-hmm. And it was just like the running joke of like lockdown was this fucking jacket. <laughs> so like there's so many messages he'd send me like, Where's my jacket? Can I get my jacket? So every time he messaged me, I said, Why are you clients. so stressed? You will get it after the global <laughs> pandemic has ended. See when I go to the post office, that's when you can get this jacket back. <laughs> yeah, so then it got to the stage and I was like, Oh god. And then we were having, like, an argument. I can't even remember what it was, but it was over Snapchat, so I don't even have, like, screenshots of it. Oh, so I have screenshots of everything. I'm, I'm a receipt gal. I'll keep everything. Um, so I didn't have this. But I can't remember. I must have, like, said something that, like, triggered him. And he basically said how, while we were together, he cheated on me with five girls. And then said, after that, oh, wait, it might have been ten. So I was just like... What? Fuck it, I'll go to the post office, you can get this jacket back. <laughs> so I was like, what can I do? I was like, no, you do not play me like that. You do not mess with me. Absolutely not. Because we were long distance as well. So he was Aberdeen, I was Glasgow. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, no. So, yeah, I was like, let's put glitter in this jacket. I'm sure I'd seen it on TikTok like before. Uh-huh. So like I'm not I wasn't the first person to be this psycho. Uh-huh. But like I like put it in the pockets. My mum helped me with it. My mum rolled it up so she could you couldn't see any of the glitter. So, like how much glitter were you putting in? I think I did five tubs. For five different girls. Yeah, that's what I was doing. <laughs> I was doing like five different colours for five and I left a wee note saying that as well. Oh my god. <laughs> that <laughs> like, would have got and that like it's, that is so good because you, that will remain there for like weeks, months. Like think about like how hard glitter is to get with things. Like it's, so, it's impossible. That it's probably still there. I hope probably so. On his ground. <laughs> Let's be. So I sent that back, and then I didn't <laughs> hear anything from him. And then I can't remember if I was still like following him on Instagram or anything, or I was with like my friend and she knew him. And I think he'd like post a picture with another girl, and I was like, I'm gonna post this TikTok I made. <laughs> I was a fucking psycho. <laughs> Simon, if you're listening to this, I promise I won't do this to you. I promise. Unless you choose from me five girls. Um, so I posted a TikTok and like straight away, like the views were coming in, the likes were coming in, the comments were coming in, and I was just like, oh God. <laughs> I think I went from like 2,000 followers on TikTok up to like 25,000. <laughs> this video got 6 million views. It got nearly a million likes. I think it was like 900,000. Is it still up? So it's on my private just now. <laughs> you need so... to send this to me. I'm <laughs> oh. posting this. <laughs> so I don't know why my ex did this. Because I didn't mention him anywhere. He wasn't anywhere in my socials. Like I made uh-huh. sure to have him deleted on everything so that no one could... People are fucking weird. Yeah, you don't want people People to... would then yeah. like try find him. Send him abuse so, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, which he then got. So 
people were obviously trying to find him he was then on none of my social like i made sure to delete everything before i posted this because i was like i'm not gonna be that much of a bitch yeah like fair enough i put glitter in a jacket but i don't want people to go abuse him like death Death threats threats. Uh (laughs) uh-huh so i made sure everything was deleted but then he commented on the tiktok well that's his own fault guessing thanks for covering postage oh Oh, £3.20, can I get that back? <laughs> so then, people obviously saw that. He did that to himself. And then he started commenting on his TikToks. Like, he had, like, a glow-up TikTok, and then people were coming, like, waiting for the glow-up to happen. <laughs> people are fucking brittle, like, being horrible to him. And then he'd, like, messaged me and was like, are you seeing what I'm getting now? And I was like, listen... You comment. I didn't tag you in anything. I didn't mention your name in anything. I made sure you were untrackable. Genuinely, this. this same thing happened to me, it's but completely so different. It's basically, on my we'll get back to your fitness. In a second. <laughs> but I post, so I had an old podcast called Hush Hush. Shout out to Hush Hush. Loved that. Um, and we posted on it. We were recording an episode about. Um, we were doing like a sex talks thing. We we're talking about, um, we we're talking about vaginas basically, yeah. and like different types of thrush and like how to look out for telltale signs. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we were just like, it was it was a lot of fun, and there was a clip from it that we put together, both on TikTok, where I talked about how I ended up in hospital with chlamydia. <laughs> I got, because I got an infection. So I got an infection from the coil, and it turned out my ex had given me chlamydia and i posted it on the internet because i was like that's fucking funny <laughs> like that'll go viral he duetted it and completely outed himself <laughs> i know and then worst what? Of all, apparently a bunch of girls that he'd slept with missed and being like did you give me chlamydia <laughs> he fully outed what himself the fuck is wrong with you? what is wrong with you guys it was at him or was it his pal well one of one of them outed like and he was like happily in the video what it was so funny i know and i was actually like what what have you done like why have you done that and then one of his pals told my best friend i had loads of birds messages and being like oh my god why would you do that why would you do that just keep your mouth shut like also commented something else in the tiktok um saying oh funny how i had to tell um her i cheated on her for her to leave me alone this is when the receipts come in handy. <laughs> so I posted another TikTok. I was like, no, no. And screenshotted all the times he'd phoned me off a of no-caller ID, all the messages he'd sent me that I hadn't replied to, and just, like, been like, what a weirdo. Here we go. Here we go. Um, and then he was kind of just like, right, okay, that's enough. And, I was like, and also, he's behaving like that and he's a dad. So, at this point, I was just like, you know what, I can't be fucked with this drama. Yeah. Like, when I was with him, he, I was infatuated by this guy. Mm. Like, I was obsessed with him. Like, he was absolutely beautiful. I was obsessed. I was obviously younger. Mm. Um, and he was so funny and all that. So, I think that's why, like, I took things so much harder. Mm-hmm. So then, he was just like, can you just, like, get rid of the videos? And I was like, you know what, I've had my fun with it. <laughs> um, I got rid of it. People, got twenty five k followers, you know babe. <laughs> people are still commenting on other TikToks like, "What happened to the jacket guy?" Didn't bother like updating or anything. Um, people are really persistent. Oh, I know. Um, but after that, to be fair, like we did, we did like 
end things in good terms, which was fine. It was like the January after all of this, like, I never really got closure after our relationship ended, which made it super, super hard for me in like my next relationship. But who I was like that was Connor, who I was with for like two years. I mean, the really you were with him for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And you guys were like went to the gym together, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it made me made it really hard for me to like put any trust into Connor or anything. So like, um, my ex like came down from Aberdeen and like we just like talked it through. I got the closure I needed, and we ended everything on like good terms, which was mm-hmm. fine. Um, uh, but yeah, that definitely made things a lot harder with mm-hmm. like. When I started going with Connor, like me and Connor are still like best pals. We share mm-hmm. a dog together. Um, <laughs> we oh co-parent, so we're on like a really good level, which is very good for like because obviously like we work together better as friends in a mm. relationship. Like by the end of our relationship, we were more like best pals than anything. So it's good that we've been able to keep that. So it does mean like whenever I am struggling, because he all knew about it all, like I can go to him about it if like I didn't want to like go to anyone else or if like maybe my parents were away or Simon was dealing with like his kids or whatever like it means I can be like cut her mm-hmm. <laughs> help that's good. um so, so do you think back to the glitter boy so do you think he kind of triggered you in lockdown yeah you, and like things kind of got bad again? it definitely made things worse and it made things worse for when I got into my next relationship because mm-hmm he was obviously like still there and I still had all of this on my mind like I still had like because I didn't get that closure I still had like everything there on my mind mm-hmm. so I think it was very unfair for like me to get in a relationship again and I've said all this to Connor because like it was unfair we obviously did have like a great relationship we lasted two years we went on like so many holidays together but I definitely think if I was to, like do things again I would have made sure I had that closure before mm-hmm. I got into a new relationship. So That's a lot. Yeah. Especially at the age of 19. Yeah, so... And then you were also suffering with an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. You were getting into fitness and you were even saying that you were, like, maybe a bit addicted to the feeling yeah. of fitness. To be fair, Connor definitely helped with that. Mm-hmm. Because he was into the gym as well. He, like... To be fair, like, he ate clean, but then also didn't. But, like, that was, like, me, like, we managed to, like, get that good balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he could see me, like, spiralling, he would be, like, mm. Mm, do you, like, in the nicest way, like, is this, like, needed? Like, say, if I was going to get, like, my fucking, you know, those, like, wee Oreo sandwiches, like, mm-hmm. ice creams, yeah, if I'd be on my way to get my fifth one, and he'd be, like, uh, Alex, do you want to maybe put that back? I don't think you're hungry. And I was, like, okay. <laughs> All right, so he definitely helped with that. Mm. Um, but then, obviously, we broke up, and then... Did you spiral again? I wouldn't say spiral. So I had just finished, like, the last set of photo shoots I did, which I coached myself for, so I found it a lot easier, mm-hmm. but also a lot more difficult. Like, I had quite a few, like, binges throughout mm-hmm. but like I was able to like come back from it which I wouldn't have been able to do in the past and if sorry have you come out of like these like dips again by yourself with bulimia yeah that's a lot yeah so it's only been like this year where I've not like done anything like that but it's been like this year where I've been like maybe I should like try and get some help yeah but yeah so I just finished my last photo shoot in June and 
I broke up with Connor in August. So I didn't really, I like reversed myself out properly. I didn't like put on like lots of weight or anything. Like I was like happy with how I looked. But then from that, obviously you go through a breakup. Like even if like you're the one to do it, like you mm-hmm. still struggle mentally. Um, so I wasn't really eating as much as I should have been. So I did lose like quite a bit of weight then. Um, and obviously like having to deal with that. Because then like our breakup wasn't the nicest at the start. Like, it was absolutely fine. We were civil. It got a bit iffy. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, when I started, like, maybe speaking to Simon, which mm-hmm. is completely understandable. Um, and then I was just kind of like, fuck. I don't have, like, him to turn to with this. Like, when I was feeling low, I didn't have him to turn to, which over the past two years I had. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm speaking to someone new, I don't want to be like, oh, by the way, this is what I've got wrong with me. Don't mm-hmm. mean to send you a list. <laughs> um, so that was hard because I didn't, have like that support blanket that I always needed yeah that was also like one of the reasons why we did break up was because I was like really reliant on him like my anxiety had got really bad to the point where I couldn't go into a shop without him like I struggled to like jump on a call with one of my clients like that's how bad it got um and what do you think triggered that I have no idea Mm. I absolutely have no idea I've tried to like think about it but I think maybe it was just because I was, like, living with him. I was with him all the time um, and was spending a lot of time with him, which obviously isn't bad, but for me, I need to have that personal space. Mm-hmm. If I don't have that personal space, I'll rely on people. Mm-hmm. Like, I ended up getting, like, lazy with him. Like, I wouldn't, like... Like, things I w- wouldn't normally do. Like, I wouldn't put, like, a washing away for ages. Mm-hmm. Where it, and I'd just be like, oh, can you please do that? And he'd mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Or I wouldn't wash my own dishes. And I'd be like, oh, can you please do that? And he'd do it. Mm-hmm. And I'd just be like, right, I do not want this. But then I would get, like, oh, I was just weird. Like, because I would get annoyed if he wouldn't. I was like, oh, please just do it. And I'd just do it. Like, if you love me, you would. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? At so, least you're aware of these toxic traits. Yeah, now. like, you know oh, my I mean? God. I if know. you were still sitting here being like, I don't understand why I wouldn't do it for like, you, baby, you got an issue. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. I've got some toxic fucking traits. Like, I had a conversation with my friends the other day, and I was like, I'm, I'm, I can be a toxic person. I know that. Like looking back, even like to high school, like no, trust me, high school is a jungle. Like, I was a bitch. I was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was horrible. Like, high back. school, high school was horrible. Like I think sometimes the only where you could survive was to be a bitch. Ah, because like, otherwise you just get walked all over. Well, to be fair, like when I stopped being like friends with like my group of friends I was with, like for the full of high school, I was kind of just like fuck. Like, now what? Like, I have, mm. I've got no one. Like, I literally had no one. And I was just like, oh, my God. Um, but I feel like now I'm at a stage where I'm happier on my own. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to ha- have, like, those people to rely on. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm only... Because, me, obviously, me and Simon are long distance. I wanted to ask about Simon. So he lives down in York. Does he? And he has kids. He's got two kids. How, does, how is that for you? Like, I absolutely love them. They are the most cutest, well-behaved kids ever. They're so sweet. But, obviously, I'm 23. Yeah, and you've got a business. 28. Okay. So, again, it's, like, a five-year age difference. And it's never going to be easy to, like, Mm -hmm. take kids in that aren't your... Not, like, take them in, but, like, go from maybe, like, a relationship like I had with, like, Connor, where it was, Mm -hmm. like, just the two of us. We had our own dog. We lived in my flat together. We like could do anything anytime we wanted. We could book a holiday anytime we wanted. We could go on date nights whenever we wanted. I was with him anytime I wanted. Mm-hmm. To then go into a relationship where um, 
I can only see him certain days. We've got to like drive up and down to each other. He'll have the kids. There's obviously like the ex still in the picture. How is that? Absolutely fine. Fine. Um, I've not really like properly spoken to her like in person or anything, but mm. she seems nice. Yeah. Um, and she's it's hard to like. She's made some very cute kids. Yeah. <laughs> so it's also hard though to come in to someone else's family. Yeah, like I don't want to. Feel, you don't want like, to overstep. Yeah, like, or, like I mean? I'm intruding. Like because I, imagine it was the other way around. Yeah, like do I don't. <laughs> Connor was speaking to this girl. Like he'll tell me, he tells me everything. I tell him everything. He was speaking to this girl, and I was like, listen. You're not introducing Benji to her unless you're serious. Because <laughs> he did the same to me when I started going with Simon. He was like, Benji's not meeting him until I'm ready. And I was like, you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. But you have sound like you have such a like a healthy relationship with Connor, which is good. Oh yeah, and 100%. like all your relationships seem like that must also help having like all this stability with like your relationships, your family, with your uh-huh. ex boyfriend who you co parent a dog with. <laughs> that must really help with like your own mental health too. Yeah. By the sounds of it. To be able to like beforehand. actually like speak to like someone out with like your own relationship mm. who's not maybe like obviously girls can be quite like bitchy and judgy about things. Like to be able to speak to someone who's got like an outsider's perspective mm-hmm. and I don't know, guys can sometimes have, well, obviously a hit and miss, like a more level-headed look on things. Do you think that you've just had a really bad experience with girls? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Maybe so, actually. Yeah. Probably. But I feel like it's hard, it, it would be, like, unfair to say that because any, like, sort of things we've had has been, like, from high school. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, the all these girls that I were, was friends with, they're still friends. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm also just like, oh, well, maybe it, like, was just me. But you also, like, I think we also seem to forget that, see, when you're in school, you're, like, growing. Yeah. You've changed since you've been in school. Yeah. I've changed God, thank God! Oh I've my God! I actually think like from see, when I was in school, people are still thinking of me like how I was like in school. I that terrifies fucked. me. Yeah, like, I'm like, no, I swear please, I am not that person anymore. I, mean, I think about a lot of people that I went to school with in the same way as I went to school with them. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? so, so like, yeah, that's what I was it's thinking. Kind of expected. I was like, oh, in school she was horrible. Like she was horrible to me. I'm like, fuck. Well, maybe I was horrible to her. Like, it's oh it's my a God, two-way thing. And like, I think that probably also triggered like everything that you are experiencing like the bulimia yeah my mum was saying this to me she was like do you like I don't know my mum she when she's had like a couple of drinks and on like out with people and like she'll always people that's like got kids as well who've like maybe been able to relate to it she's like uses me as an example which I don't mind like it's good that she's not like sort of hiding it and like being like embarrassed about it because at the first time like I first told her she was kind of like oh my god where did I go wrong so for her to now just to be able to like understand a bit more know it's like nothing to do with her or my family I've got I'm not I'm not gonna tip my own horn I've got a perfect family mm. <laughs> I do um my family is absolutely perfect like they're I could not fault them in the slightest um so for my mum to then like go from like thinking oh my god like what have I done it's all my fault so then like sort of like looking at it and being like you know what, this all started at this point. Like, do you think it was because of, like, all these, like, friendship fallouts? And I just think the way I... What I used to always do, and to I say, I say used to, I still do, whenever something happens I'm not comfortable with, I isolate myself completely. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely completely. So, if, like... 
I'm trying to think of an example. So say if I see something that I don't like, I'm just like, I think the worst of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my God, it's like, they're out somewhere without me like or they hate me like I'm just not going to speak I'm not going to do anything Mm -hmm. like I will isolate myself and then that obviously won't help me at all Mm -hmm. when I start maybe struggling with like how my mental health is doing how my eating is going I don't speak about it do you just throw yourself into exercise more or less not as much now Mm -hmm. I feel like I probably used to do that it's like see when maybe like I fell out with my friends I probably like but to be fair, actually, the first time I was, I was 17, so I was in sixth year, but was using Anna, my sister's fake ID, so I was, like, going out a lot more. Mm-hmm. So, with that, like, I wasn't really going to the gym as much as more. Just getting I was, drunk. Yeah. I would find, like, I, I, to be fair, I did, like, make quite a few new friends, and I feel like my Instagram page, like, helped with that. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, people, like, randomly messaging me, like, oh, like, oh, I love your page. And I'm like, oh, my God, let's be friends. Because you're approachable on uh, your fitness page, too. I try to be. You are. Um, you're making people feel comfortable. You're literally building a community of women that want yeah. to exercise. Yeah, I'm very proud of what I've achieved so far. You should be. Um, but, yeah, so from that, I was just kind of like, okay, let's go out, let's, like, have a drink, and I put on a lot of weight from that. So alcohol, like I don't think people realize that the way that you can gain weight from alcohol. Oh my god! Especially like I would probably go like a night out and then like go to bistro after yeah. chips, cheese, curry sauce, and I'd be doing that like every single Wednesday. I was I was a shimmy wed loyal. I used to love shimmy until I, I found out that they have like two way mirrors in the toilets and stuff. Oh, yeah, that, that whole thing gave me. It's <laughs> so grim. Is it still a thing? Oh, I don't. I don't know. Shimmy shut down. I'm sure. Is it something else now? Oh, who knows? I don't who know. Yes, yeah, so that. Well, wait, is that? Oh wait, no, that's not what rumor is. That's what that light thing was. I don't know what Shami is now. I, I honestly don't go out. No, I, I literally don't go I out. I couldn't tell. I don't hardly time. drink. Like I really keep to myself and go to bed. Then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my bedroom's like half eight. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> literally, no, I like passed out. Like I see people like from like my year, even like older than me, like still have like a social life, and I'm just like, what's that? I like? don't really do anything, you and know, I feel like. And I feel like I get quite a lot of FOMO, but then, like, I, I also don't, don't want to be there. Like, I'm like, that looks really fun, but mm. also, would I enjoy being there? Well, Probably see, not. I used to get, like, when I was, like, a shimmy with loyal, I would get FOMO if I was not there every single Wednesday. Like, there was one week I remember I didn't go, and I was actually in my bed, like, oh, my God, like, should I just go? Like, <laughs> I, don't, like I don't know anyone there, but, like, I can make friends. <laughs> like, it was so bad. And now I, like, see people, like, in my year out drinking I'm just like oh my god I cannot imagine anything worse as I'm <laughs> tucked in my bed with my dog in my arm at half eight nine o'clock at night on Friday night Saturday night one of them I was asleep by quarter past eight I love that for you <laughs> that's lovely but also you have such like an intense lifestyle you have so many clients how many clients do you have now 30 I think so how do you do that how do you handle that well to be fair a lot of them are online okay so I have cut down my one-to-one hours Mm -hmm. just because of prep it kind of like messes up my routine as much so Mm -hmm. like I still have kept two clients Mm one-to-one and that's it um and that's my half five start Mm -hmm. and a hybrid half five start like in the morning yeah why oh I love her half five yeah so you go meet her at half five yeah oh my god like i get up at half five to work on radio 
for half seven, but I don't get up like at half three to go meet someone <laughs> well, at half five. Well, to be fair, I get up at half four. Okay, right. So like I do like all my like shower and stuff at night, uh-huh. prep my meals if I need to mm-hmm. at night. I get up at half four, get dressed, brush my teeth. I don't eat in the morning before that. And then, and then I'll leave at five uh-huh. and I just drive to work. So you've got like a proper nice set routine and then the rest are like online. So yeah. is it like a class of people online? So it's like one-to-one online so mm-hmm. it's basically everything you get just without like the actual one-to-one sessions mm-hmm. so they'll still get like their training plan nutrition plan their weekly check-ins some do mm-hmm. daily check-ins so just message me whenever they want anytime they're struggling they get access to an app um, as to a facebook group an instagram page so it's like i try to give them like as much as i can and i try to charge them as little as i can because obviously i'll have like a lot of outgoings like the app i need to pay for um, I need to take into account like how much time I actually like I'm spending on my laptop because obviously it's hard when you're um self-employed. Like if I could, you're telling me if I could, I would charge like peanuts and just try help as many people as I can. But I know like the service would be shit. Oh no, I'm the opposite. I'm like you need to pay me more. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute opposite because you're like actually like I obviously I do this podcast like for free like I don't make any money for mm-hmm. this and like Finley makes no money for this Finley just Finley's here for the cause we love Finley <laughs> um but like with like the stuff that I'm doing outside of it like the editing and like working oh like, yeah on radio, so I'm like give me more money well you don't like, realize like when I because I started doing like a YouTube for my prep mm-hmm. and I'm like two weeks behind Cause I'm like fucking hell, this editing takes, it. Mm-hmm. and I hate my own voice. So I'm like listening to it, looking at myself like the full time. And I'm just like, Lord, why, why are you speaking like that? Why are you, you doing that? The thing is, you face? need to just like pass it because you're the only one that's seeing it. Uh-huh, but so it's brutal, like doing like the whole self employed stuff and like freelancing is oh my hard, God, especially I when know. you like know, like you love what you do, but you're like, why am I doing this? See, it's brutal. It's like sometimes like a client will message me. And I'll just be like, like not like be like, oh my god, don't, because obviously like I'm like we're messing as much as you can. Yeah. But I'm just like, especially like if I'm struggling myself, and then yeah. obviously like with PT, like you have your clients who will open up to you, which I'll always say to them, open up to me as much as you can. But then sometimes I'll be like, in a pit of despair. <laughs> You're like, this is too much. And I'll get a message soon. I'll just be like, oh my god, I can't deal with this right now. So how do you set boundaries? I have working hours. So what are they? So 6am to 6pm. 12 hours. Yeah, so they're the times I'll be on my phone answering questions, but I'm not that good at sticking to it. I'll still answer messages like after 6 o'clock. It's quite hard. Have you not got a work phone? I do. You need to stick to the work phone. But I always like have it next to me and I'll try like not go on it at the weekend. So I've been quite good with that. Turn it off. I can't. Fully turn it off. So I think it's more the weekends when I get overwhelmed because I try to give myself like that break especially like if that's maybe like the only time I can spend with Simon I don't mm-hmm. want to be on my work phone the full time mm-hmm. and then like I'll get like a client message me and then you know you get those people after I'm guilty of it myself that send like message after message after message instead of just like one long message yeah. I'm just like ah. <laughs> <laughs> no so like I'll always I'll always keep my phone on me and read the messages and if I'm like that can wait until I'm back to work mm-hmm. then I'll reply to it then if I'm like oh my god that's something I will need to reply to now mm-hmm. I will but I think that you just need to turn your phone off because they know that you have working wor- yeah, I feel working bad. days but don't because then what about you who feels bad for you 
myself <laughs> but, you, but you need to set the boundaries because otherwise you're just gonna like burn yourself out so that's badly. what i did Especially during lockdown six to six already 12 hours you're working quite a bit mm. like quite a fair bit turn that like off at six o'clock you're out well after they can re- you can reply 12 hours later after lockdown so you know how like when like gyms just started opening up again mm-hmm that is when I was like proper running myself into the ground mm-hmm. so I actually like jeopardized my online clients and became like quite a shit coach but like I can look back at that now and like see like I feel like when you are self-employed you do need to go through a lot of trial and error mm-hmm. and see what works for you so there was one Tuesday I had clients I don't know why I did this so I just kept taking on clients mm-hmm. I'd get so many inquiries and I'd just like yep you're on you're on I remember one time I was just after lockdown, I'd like posted that I had four spaces and I got 108 inquiries and I had four spaces to fill. So I'm like, how do I say no to helping like this many people? So I was working like so much and I was working in Pure Gym UK. It was one Tuesday and I stupidly booked clients and back to back from 6am to 6pm. So I was doing 12 hours, no breaks it was just client after client after client. And that's a lot of fucking talking to people. And then after the 6pm, I started my shift at quarter past six until 10. Or maybe it was six till 10. But I had like a spin class to take, a circuits class to take. So I had no breaks from like 6am. And you hadn't eaten anything? No, 6am to 8pm. And the next day I was meant to be in at 6am again. I was so, I'd like worked myself so much. I was unwell. And I hate, if there's one thing I hate, it's cancelling clients. Mm. Like having to reschedule them. I hate doing that. So I then had like another full busy day and I was like, I physically cannot go to work. Like, I think from that moment I was like, I can't do this anymore. I went on to rent at the Pure Gym, mm. but I was still working like stupid hours. Mm-hmm. And then it was at that point I was like, there was another lockdown. And then after that lockdown, I was like, I'm not going back to one to ones. Because it got to the stage where, because I was working so much, I wasn't enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And you get like people, I'm a lot more particular with people I work with now. I feel like you need to earn uh, the right for that. I was going to ask, so, have you had any problems with any clients? Oh my God, yes. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Tell me. Uh, I've had a client scam me. I She um, requested a chargeback on her account. Like, so I set all my direct debits up to go cardless. It just mm. gets taken automatically. She phoned her bank up and said that they were taken, like, they shouldn't have been taken. So they refunded her £750, which got taken from me. So I'd worked with her for five months. After like three months of her not working with me, this is when she then requested it. All that money back, I'd ha- I had to go through like a small claims court. Um, it cost me a further £300 to get like bailiffs to her door, to try to arrest her bank account. Still not got it back. <gasps> so she owes me £993 and 15 pence i think it is will you get that back i don't know like it's always going to be on her credit and stuff like she she's announced she was pregnant and i was like if she gets is trying to go for like a mortgage anything like that like it will come up saying that she's that she's got this on her account yeah but because i don't know like her 
I don't know if I know her address. I got, so I did have it, but she got evicted from her flat apparently because she wasn't paying her rent. And then what a nightmare. I knew where she worked, but apparently she got sacked from there because she was like selling nasal sprays but not actually giving people them. I was just taking their money. And then what? I managed to get what I thought what I, might have been her address. I don't know. I was from like a girl who lives like she's from Dundee. And she sent me it, so I sent like a letter there because I need to like do it all formally, like mm. send a letter, send proof of. I'd the... be showing up, being like, give me a fucking. Send, send her like the simple decision form. Um, I've had to like send her multiple emails. Like I was having to do like every day, having to like WhatsApp her, but then she blocks me and everything. But not my personal number. I don't know why. So I emailed her like a few, like a month or two ago. Like, congrats on the pregnancy. Just to let you know, <laughs> <laughs> you still owe me this. That's insane. Oh, I know. I know. Like, I, I got a lawyer and everything for it. Oh, my God. So that, like, I wasn't expecting you to tell me that when I said, like, tell me about your worst client. I was expecting you to be like, oh, they were rude and they just didn't do, like, what I told them to do. Oh, you get that But you get that a lot. But you fully got scammed by this yep. woman who's now pregnant. God bless that child. Oh, um, I was like, congrats on the pregnancy. I don't really think you want to bring a child <laughs> and well, you've got, like, a Please help dead. that kid. You've got bailiffs coming for you. That's terrifying. But now, at least, you're a lot more picky with who you're bringing yeah, on. So, so you're really, like... Yes, yeah, so like, thorough. when I was doing, like, one-to-ones in Pure Gym, like, I'd have a client and I just wouldn't, like, click with them. So mm. I wouldn't know... Like, we wouldn't have anything in common. Like, wait, now, with my one-to-ones, like we've been like this mm. like I'll go I'll organize a night out with my one-to-ones because mm. like obviously I know them a lot more than any online so like we are close mm-hmm. um whereas like before I would like have a one-to-one come in and I'd be like I-, I don't know how to speak to you like and I speak a lot like if, mm. especially if I'm like nervous or something I won't be able to stop speaking mm-hmm. so I'm just kind of like and you want about? to show up to your job and actually enjoy being around the uh, people that you so like, you have like, the choice to pick them yeah so I feel like since then I just moved to online and then my anxiety got really bad just because I wasn't speaking to people mm. and I was so used to speaking to people then I just was like working in my flat all day every day just on my laptop mm. not really like properly getting to socialize with people like face to face so that's when I went back to one-to-ones and NFA and where I'm just now yeah so how is everything now are you feeling a lot better about everything yeah I think because I've sort of like brought my hours down by quite a lot and what like if you don't let me ask you What's your money like as someone that's doing one-on-one but then most of it online? How much money do you make? Because you also bought a flat. Yeah. How old were you when you bought that flat? 20. That's fucking insane. Well, during lockdown, obviously I was doing... I had, I had like 50 online clients at that point. But then I also had everyone who was just doing the classes. Mm-hmm. And at first I was doing them for free and I was like, this is my time. Mm-hmm. I could charge for this. Mm-hmm. So I started charging for that and it was literally peanuts I was charging. I think I was doing like 20 quid for the month for three classes a That's day. That's class. So I had a lot of people doing that. So I think like my highest paid month in lockdown was about eight grand. <laughs> what? <laughs> so that's when I'm like you know what if there was been another lockdown come on um that's insane yeah lockdown was a good time for me um I only decided that I was going to buy a flat in June of 2020 after the glitter shit popped up yep um so <laughs> I'm buying a flat now too <laughs> so June 2020 that's when I was Anna my sister bought a flat with her fiance well boyfriend at the time and I was like 
I want to do that. So June, I was like, right, let's save some money up. Mm -hmm. And I bought it and moved down in September. Oh, my God. So... (laughs) That's amazing. It was like I, I was very proud of myself, but then at, like right now I'm just like I kind of wish I didn't. Oh why? Well, right now I'm I've not stayed in my flat for the past two months. Why? Just because I've because my mental health like sort of took a dip. Oh. Uh. I was like I don't really want to live on my own right now. Mm-hmm. My mum and dad didn't really trust me living on my own, so it started because I was like looking after the house and animals because they were on holiday and I was like you know what I'm staying here mm. so I've to be fair I've like not been in not stayed in my flat for about two months now um so I do wish I sort of waited because especially during all that time I was sort of like up and down I just wish I waited until I was more stable and how do you feel now yeah mm. still at my parents um I don't know, like, I think also because during the 2021 lockdown, I was obviously, like, still making, like, a fair amount, um, wasn't going out because it was lockdown, this, at this point, um, Connor was living with me, um, and I was like, well, what else am I meant to do apart from spend money and order clothes? Yeah. So, I've got a two-bedroom flat, one is my bedroom, second one is, like, a walk-in wardrobe. Okay, let me tell you something. I did not have enough room for the amount of clothes I'd bought. So I'd like gone through them all to like sell them all. And do you think you bought all that to like kind of feel better? So this is why I actually realised like recently is when I am feeling like shit, I will order stuff because it gives me something to then look forward to. So like last week I had a rough week and (laughs) I bought like two set two orders from like honor active mm-hmm. i bought a new skims dress i'm not going anywhere <laughs> i bought a new handbag i'm like what am i what am i buying this for <laughs> like it's literally just so that i can like have something to look forward to mm-hmm. like oh well, that's coming like on tuesday that's only two more days to get by to get to like mm-hmm. for that like tiny rush mm-hmm. of like whoo i got something new um, so I was doing that through lockdown in 2021 and it's like all caught up with me now. Mm. So now that I've like, I've like gone through all my clothes that I want to sell, but see, because there's so much, it's so overwhelming. So I've got boxes and boxes of like just clothes that like I need to like, because it's the fact of having to like take pictures of them, post them, then go to the post office, post mm. them. It's just, it's too much. Yeah. So like I'm trying to do it in like stages. So I like sold a bit. Yeah, the first time I like I made a separate Instagram page for all my gym clothes I was selling. First time, first day I made it, I made like six hundred pounds, which seems like a lot. But if you think about how much money Posting. I'd have lost from, obviously I'm selling it for cheaper. Oh yeah, and like obviously you would have just made more and, money by returning it. Uh uh-huh, and a lot of my stuff still has labels on them. Alright. Because I'll buy stuff and I'll be, oh, I'll wear that when I'm leaner, and then which is an awful awful oh, yeah. way of going about your life that's what I used to I do know. no one do that I it's know really that was bad. like last year I was doing that like the year before and then but it just shows that like social media is such like you're quite open about how you're feeling on social media like mm. you've like mentioned like about your mental health and stuff but like people need to bear in mind that like life is not linear like you bought a flat when you were 20 and now you're like actually my mental health is really bad I want to go live back with my parents and that is so okay mm. like you don't need to be girl bossing all the time I think people need to realize that you can go through like bad stages oh especially you need like extra being, support. 
self-employed like there'll be months where like I'll make a fair amount and then the following month it's like gone down Mm -hmm. and that's purely just because if my mental health takes a dip I won't be promoting as much on my Instagram which means I won't be like being able to get as many new clients Mm -hmm. and then like obviously other people go through shit where they're like maybe they've lost their job so they have to then like leave me which is obviously fair enough so like Mm -hmm. even like trying to keep like your payments is like same as possible you'll always have that dip so then like if I have a dip I'm like okay well I've got a mortgage to pay for Mm -hmm. I've got my bills to pay for I've got my car to pay for which I also bought when I was doing pretty well and it's an expensive fucking car not Mm -hmm. to mention I've got six points on my license two crashes on my license so my insurance I promise I'm a good driver (laughs) so my insurance like cut all my payments for my car like in March so that's like a big amount of money that I need to like save up for and if I have a shit month I'm just kind of like fuck people need to talk about this more though because like like this is the thing that people would hide being like you know they want to like put out this like project this like lifestyle like I've bought a house I've got a car but like yeah like last year it's hard I was doing like a lot better than I am this year which I can my hands up and say I'm not being as good on like social media like that's mm-hmm. my own fault I I'm so bad at only really posting a lot more about myself when I'm like going through a dieting phase mm. so I was like the first six months of this year I hadn't been the first six months of last year I had been so I was a lot busier this time last year so I was going on a lot more holidays I went on a holiday after I finished dieting every single month Wow. Like, what was I doing? I went to Gran Canaria, then I went to Cyprus, then I went to Crete, <laughs> then I went to Rome twice, I went to Barcelona, I went to London. Like, I was, mm-hmm. like, going on all these holidays because, like, I was in, like, a, sp- a place where I could. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I'm, like, I probably couldn't because I've got a lot of these outgoings that I need to prioritise. And It's so up and down with all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I feel like... Yeah, I feel like a lot of people won't speak about it. I feel like it's quite a taboo subject for people to like speak about their earnings, speak yeah. about how much money they're and making. like being self-employed. Like people, uh-huh. I think people like especially there's quite a few self-employed people that like especially LinkedIn people and like Oof. the YouTubers and the TikToks, and they like sell you this dream where they're like, you should be self-employed and you can be like twelve k a month. I'm sorry, what? Like shut up. Like talk <laughs> like, about the bad times and like I how it's want not easy. A social life as well. Yeah, like, not, not really a social life. Cause I don't have one, but I want like time to, to myself. Like, yeah, I like how I currently have things because it does mean like I can go down to work when I want, or I can take a day off when I want. Mm-hmm. if like I'm having a shitty mental health day I can just take that day off mm-hmm. and just take it to like focus on myself mm-hmm. whereas if I was like constantly trying to get like a huge amount of money in like I'm not doing this job for money I'm doing this to actually help people mm-hmm. like obviously the, the money's just to support me to live mm-hmm. if I could do it for free I would if I could help people like because I know how beneficial it can be to people's mental health mm-hmm. so to just be like right I want to have like the time off without like feeling bad for like making people spend so much money like I will always like I've I'll, I'll always try to like decrease my prices if I can mm-hmm. so that more people can afford it but I'll always try like 
keep sort of like the same sort of income but you still need to be able to live do you know yeah I mean? like the, that's li- the world that we live in now we oh, it's fucking expensive a cost of living crisis yes yeah, so i'll, always, I'll try like keep I, like, i've not been like trying to like push for more income like i feel like i could like i'll get inquiries in and i'm like and i'm so picky with them i'm just kind of like I don't, I don't think that's about. I thing. don't think we would suit each other. Like I don't think I would be the right coach for you. Mm-hmm. So I like tell them to go to someone else. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I was like just doing this for money, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'll take, yeah, you, I'll take you on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What there. advice would you give people that want to get into fitness but just don't know how? Oh, just throw yourself into it. If like you're wanting to get into like properly the gym, get rid of all the guesswork and invest in a PT you i hate being the i hate these sort of posts they see like when you see the posts and like how much people would spend on like a takeaway a night out mm-hmm. and like comparing that to a pt like you don't realize the better value you'll get for it mm-hmm. like you just get so much more for it and if you you invest in like everything else like you'll invest in like different things like you will go out and spend 60 quids on one meal out mm-hmm. you'll get a chinese for 40 quid mm-hmm think about if you just didn't have that like that one weekend you could then put that towards bettering yourself mm-hmm. and you can do like the whole healthy living like quite cheaply as well like I'm so bad so I used to be like quite a snob with like where I shopped for food mm-hmm. it had to be as Tesco. Mm-hmm. and then recently I've been going to Aldi Aldi's amazing oh my god I've never amazing. shopped in Aldi before they're great and I was like look how much cheaper this is <laughs> I can't believe this is something that you're just realizing. <laughs> Literally, like I'm, I'm pretty sure I said it in like one of my YouTube videos. It's almost like, like you're a Tory. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> but I'm just like, see, because like Asda, like I just go to like the Asda Mairns, like it's just like mm. there. But I'm just like Aldi. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> and then like Little Bakery. Yeah, Little Bakery is amazing. Like I can't believe this is something. Like look how. <laughs> happy you are right sorry but i'd go to asda like a protein pudding would be £1.75 i'd go to aldi it's £1.25 that's 50p i'm saving <laughs> per protein pudding <laughs> sorry but that's amazing so your advice to anyone that's getting fitness go to aldi you know what if you're, if you're worried about like how much it's going to cost as a whole go to aldi go to aldi save that money the best investment you can make is into yourself exactly exactly so like even when like last year when I didn't have a coach I literally said like I could probably make better progress like while having that kind of because it's not even just like someone like laying the groundwork for you giving you mm-hmm. what you need to do but it's someone who's keeping you accountable yeah like exactly. I will say to my clients if you're struggling message me every single day if you need to send me those daily check-ins I've had two clients the past couple of weeks who've like just been like struggling to get into routine especially if like they have like different shifts and their shifts change I sat down with them jumped on a call with them got their full week like planned out in advance like for every hour Mm -hmm. I made a spreadsheet for them so that they knew exactly what they were doing every hour to be able to work on building up a routine Mm -hmm. like it's simple things like that like like you sitting down like be like okay this is what my new routine is going to be but I feel like that's where like people struggle the most is they don't have that solid routine because if I go back to 2021 when I did a dieting phase I had no routine I was fully online which would have been the perfect time to get a routine but I was just so like up and down like I had some days I'd do my cardio at six in the morning some days I'd do it at 10 at night some days I'd train at like eight in the morning some days I just would be like oh no I'll just catch up with that another time 
which just completely fucked me. I remember being on a call with my coach and she was like, listen, like, you have the potential to make progress, but if you're going to be this inconsistent and not work on building a routine that you can get into and work your day around, it's not going to work, which is so true. So, like, ever since then, like, last year when I was doing it by myself, I was like, well, I can take that. I know what I need to do. So I was a lot busier doing one to one. So I'd maybe be like half five to half nine clients. I'd then eat, I would then train. I'd then do my cards, I'd then go home, I would do work, I'd then go into my steps. Like, I had like a set time for everything. So that's what I'm doing this mm-hmm. time round as well. Like, especially with because of how serious this prep needs to be. Like, there's you don't really have any room for error. Yeah, bodybuilding's and it's a big ask. Like this past week, I've just been like, why am I doing this? And what like, about like, what about young girls that might want to get into bodybuilding? What would you say to them? Because well, that's it's big. Make sure you're you're in a decent place with body image okay if you're not it's going to make things 10 times worse um obviously i've not like stepped on stage or anything yet so i can't say anything to do with that but just like going from i've only been doing this diet for six weeks but also going from like my last item phases make sure you're in a good place with food especially for an actual bodybuilding prep because you don't have that balance Mm -hmm. whereas if you're doing like a sort of lifestyle change like i'll do with my other clients you can follow an 80 20 rule Mm -hmm. this is 100% 100% on it every single day you can't miss a day of cardio you can't miss a day of steps you literally can't miss a single beat it's fucking time consuming it's tiring and I'm are you like, excited though oh yeah like I definitely wanted that sort of challenge I feel like I needed it for my mental health as well mm-hmm. like I said this in a post I did the other day that I this is something that is getting me out of bed in the morning Mm. like there'll be some mornings I'm like I wake up and I'm just like feeling so down but I'm like I've got this goal mm-hmm. I've set myself this goal and if I miss a day that's me a day behind mm-hmm. from other competitors mm-hmm. so it is just a case of like this is getting me out of bed yeah. but I know a lot of people have like different opinions on it and people will say it's like unhealthy which obviously it is like it's what- extreme bodybuilding isn't healthy it's not it's you are restricting yourself you're challenging yourself you're pushing yourself you're getting into the fucking trenches so why are you doing it to challenge myself even though it's unhealthy and that's not the image you want to be well i know that i'll be able to learn a lot from it Mm -hmm. which i i don't think i'd ever like get into like um pting or like coaching other people to go into i don't think i would do that so you realize that you wouldn't recommend people to get into it well i can't say that now because i've only been like dieting for six weeks and it obviously depends i wouldn't recommend it to people who have had a super bad history with food and don't know Mm -hmm. how to like come out of that themselves like i i did that um photoshop prep last year as like a sort of like warm-up like would i be able to do this um and I did all that myself. Um, so this time around, I was like, I need to make sure I'm like in a good place. Mm-hmm. I need to make sure I have no plans like around, like because I was going to do it like at the start of the year, but I had like a holiday already booked. I had my birthday, and I'm a big like family girl. Like I want to like spend that with my family, go out for dinner. So I did. I'm doing it this time and like the last first time or so of the year. Cause I know I won't have any plans that will like maybe like trigger me. Mm-hmm. I know like I'm 
like there will probably be days where I will struggle like mm-hmm. and I will probably like I want to like eat offhand which I feel like for a first timer you can't expect too much from yourself like if you've never done this serious of a prep before mm-hmm. but I know that I'll also learn a lot that I can then like show to my clients mm-hmm. and just be able to like be like well I can do it mm-hmm. let me tell you if I can do it anyone can mm-hmm. fucking do it like or the history I've had was different things if I can do it anyone can do it this um, is exciting yeah I am really excited I'm nervous for it I also think it helps that Simon is a bodybuilder oh okay he that's how like I first met him mm-hmm. was him competing so I feel like if I'm struggling I do have him to be able to be like listen like I'm not doing okay today or mm-hmm. I'm struggling today or I need that wee bit of that extra push today. Mm-hmm. And obviously just having like a good coach as well and having someone that you can just like message at any time and feel like comfortable with. Um, but yeah, I don't, I can't say what right now whether, ask me in like 14 weeks time if I'd recommend it. Well, you know people. what, we're going to do a follow up <laughs> to this. Ask me in 14 weeks time after I've been yeah. The bit I'm most scared of it will be the reverse mm. because it will be like leading up to Christmas time. Um, I can imagine I would get to like I would I will get to a weight I've not been before mm-hmm. I know that like I'm already only like two kilos off the lightest I was like my past shoots. I know that this will be weird for me and like seeing myself in a way I've never seen myself and then having to then go back to where I am now so that's why I decided to do it now is because what I am now, I'm happy with. I, mm-hmm. You know, if I've got a bit of extra body fat, absolutely. When I get lean, I lose my tits. <laughs> I have saggy fucking tits right now. I can pull the skin off at them and be like, oh my God, like, it, there's skin. <laughs> so you know what? If it means I need to see those scales go up, it's okay because I'll get my boobs back. <laughs> we, will, we will genuinely do a checkup afterwards. And I also want like videos of you at the whole thing. Because oh, like, I'm excited to see this go I, down. I'm excited to see it. Like I'm excited for the whole process of it. Like I know that the next 14 weeks like will be tough. But like, mm-hmm. I enjoy doing cardio. I work best like eating the same thing anyway. I don't, mm-hmm. I've not been getting like bored of any of my meals or anything. Um, but I know like my card is going to have to go high my calories are going to have to get low i'm going to get fucking moody i'm <laughs> going to get hangry i'm going to get tired which is also why like i've like said like right, let's like bring the one-to-ones mm-hmm. down a bit i don't want like to do that to any of my clients um but i'm excited for it like i've booked in to, like choose my bikini i'm going down to manchester this month for that Um, i've already booked in to, like pick it up as well so I am excited for it. It's an exciting new chapter as well. It's yeah. just a whole new thing. I, I but might honestly, not even I think, like it. Sorry? I might not even like it, so I might do all this. Yeah, and then just be like, this is actually the worst thing I've ever done uh-huh. for myself. But, yeah, but at least I'll know. Exactly, and you've tried it. And mm. also, I think, honestly, like, you've come so far with your fitness. And, like, even you just speaking right now, like, a lot of listeners that will be listening in will think, oh my god like I can actually get into fitness because it, that it's the initial push of oh, just, absolutely. just doing it and like people that have struggled like myself like I was struggles bulimia when I was younger like and I kind of came out of it by myself but like it's hard not to relapse and things yeah. like that but like 
there is there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. But thank you so much. <laughs> Genuinely, I'm honestly, this might want to go for like a run or something. Oh God, I don't even run. <laughs> I do not run. <laughs> but thank you so much, Alex Ricardo. I'm we're gonna have to do another one after oh, absolutely. this. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs>